Welcome to the Coming to New York City podcast. I'm Neil Smith, joined by founder of Coming to New York City, Katie. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So we are talking about office space in New York City, and I have tried lots of different office spaces. And and, and I'm really describing this as office space for an independent contractor, somebody that's kind of so like a solopreneur uh, looking for an office or trying to figure out how do I office, you know, working from home is challenging in New York City because you got tiny apartments. You don't just have an extra bedroom that you can set up as an office typically. And so office space, and I think office space is known to be so expensive in New York City. Mm-hmm. And so so what do you do for office space in New York City? So I'm going to describe some of the things that I have gone through uh, and experienced. And you have worked in New York City as well. So you you have uh, you know, your experience as as well. And you actually yeah. helped to create a new office for your office. You moved. Uh, you were kind of in charge that of moving offices yeah. uh, for your old company. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, yeah, so I want to share what I, my journey and what I've learned and what I've landed on uh, or landing <laughs> on because it's changed just because of some of our circumstances through the years have changed. So when we moved to New York City, um, my office was my nightstand. <laughs> and so we bought a little desk uh, that was, you know, probably about two and a half feet wide and had one drawer in the middle. And from it, Ikea. From Ikea. Mm-hmm. It was probably 30 bucks from Ikea or whatever it right, was. Right, yeah. And, uh, and it was right next to my bed and it was basically my nightstand and my desk. Uh, and so I was, had a desk chair. That was all that we could afford. Yes. Really. And, and honestly, it was all I needed. I needed a place to set up my laptop and where I could close the door and it could be quiet. Yeah. Uh, there, and we were ready. Like when we moved to New York, we were like, we're going to be scrappy. We're going to like yep. do what it takes, that kind of thing. And all, all I could afford was our rent. You know, I couldn't afford yeah. any kind of office space or anything else. And uh, and our walls were paper thin and ended up, I remember I had to learn how to use that mute button so much because our youngest was two. two. <laughs> and I remember two in one meeting where somebody texted me like, hey, you're not muted. It was so embarrassing. Still have like nightmares from that, like a really important meeting. But the good thing about that was we were at the top floor of a brownstone and we didn't have any neighbors yes. i mean there were brownstones next to us on either side obviously but it's thick brick walls so you can't hear anything and then our bedroom faced the backyard so you really not didn't have to deal with neighbor nor noise yep. or street noise or anything like that so that yes. part was nice the two-year-old and the five-year-olds that was different yes. <laughs> that was the noise you had to contend with yes yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. But it but it was functional and it worked. Uh, yeah. But I wanted to get out into the city, and so I remember I looked for different office spaces and tested different things, and I found a place called LMHQ, you know, Lower Manhattan headquarters, uh, that was a co-working space that I could pay two hundred fifty dollars a month for, and it was basically you know they just had like rows of desks and open. It was a co-working space, essentially. And it was $250 and I could just come bring my laptop and they would open at 9 a.m. and close at 6 p.m. and gave me a place to work. And then they had like a little, they had two little call booths where if I needed to make a phone call in the private, I could go into those call booths. And that was my first office. And I remember that was like, man, can I have four two dollars $250 a month on top of our rent right. for this? But it gave me this cool space to be in. It was very just energizing. Um, yeah, so that was a big at, moment. At that time, you weren't doing a whole lot of filming like youtube or instagram you know that kind of stuff so you're mostly just doing meetings yep so that worked well yeah 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 it was it was great and then i remember i was at a um 
I was at like a, just a networking event and this guy from this company called croissant, uh, reached croissant, out like the French pastry, like the French pastry, yeah. um, was at this event and he's like, we help, you know, basically we have a, I didn't know how he described it, but it was $99 a month, I think. And you get so many hours at this like collective of like 50 co-working spaces. And I said, well, I'm at LMHQ. He's like, well, that's one of our spaces. And I was like, wait a minute. So I could basically still have access to LMHQ, but all these other spaces for half the price that I'm currently paying. All over the city. All over the city. And then I could just hop into Soho. I could hop into Midtown. I could hop into, you know, just be in different areas. And I was like, heck yeah. So I signed up for that. And it was, you know, sometimes you sign up for something like, is this going to be like, seems too good to be true. And then I got in and it was like, no, it's better. (laughs) <laughs> than I expected. Yeah, because you're wondering like, okay, are there going to be spaces available? Because you go onto an app yep. and you select basically the, the day and the time you need yep. and then see which places are available. And it, it could be that everything is filled up all the time totally. and you can never get in anywhere, but that wasn't the case, which yeah. was really nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, And I remember too, there was one space uh, was, you know, I think it was on like the 97th floor of One World Trade. Yeah, you had to go like take multiple Two elevators, elevators yeah. up and that view up there was unbelievable. Uh, but just, I mean, they were just cool. There was this great space right outside of Times Square. Uh, just really cool spaces all over the city. Or if I had a meeting in a certain area, I would just go use the co-working in that area and then go to that meeting and then go back to the co-working space. So it, it, it I felt like I had the keys to the city. So croissant is something I still have. You can kind of pay for like um, hours on demand. Uh, so I still have a an account with Croissant. I just don't use it all the time. But it was a is great service. Is that something service. that you would recommend? Like if somebody's coming for like vacation in New York City yeah. and needs to do some work? I actually that... tell people this all the time. Of like if you're coming, that's a great idea. If you're coming for like a week, get a Croissant. You get like a seven-day trial for free. Yeah. And I'm like, just sign them for a free trial. Use it while you're here. And um, yeah, there's a place actually in one of my favorite places is called The Farm in Soho. Mm-hmm. It's a great place uh, to, to just set up for co-working, even if you're just going to do it for a couple of hours or if you just want a place to go and relax around the city, you know, for a couple of hours. Um, now, this isn't this good for yourself. kids, like if you've got no, kids or whatever. And you can't take kids and, and no. you're really not supposed to take guests either. Um, or you got to pay extra for guests. But you either, you know, like you and a, a friend are there, both of you get these things um or the trials and then you can use them together yeah go stop in get work yeah a few hours of work done and then totally. go see the city that'd be a great way to spend use, use their wi-fi time. typically they have free coffee you know and mm-hmm. water at these places and uh so yeah i think these co-working and there's some just great spaces uh within there um so yeah so i use croissant for a while the problem i found with croissant is one I like having, like, I'm a multi-monitor guy uh, because of all the different... <laughs> and lights and... And lights. All, and, I mean, you know, I do oh, a lot of podcast oh, recordings. The and setup you have is, got a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Uh, it's probably, exce- it, it is excessive. Yeah. It's not probably <laughs> excessive. Uh, but, yeah, so I like my big setup. Um, and I'm on so many Zoom calls and stuff. So so open space is hard for me because I'm on, uh, you know, I remember you and I, Kitty, shared a an office room at one point and like within two days you were just irritated with me. You're like, are you on zoom calls all day, every day? I'm like, yeah, I had to just, (laughs) I had to sit there quietly and still because he was on zoom calls all day, every day. This was, was this right before COVID? Yes. 
Yeah. Yes. So we had set up two desks next to each other. <laughs> and then finally I was like, I am working in the living room yep. and I'm turning on music and yep. I am tired of listening yep. to you talk to all these people all yes. day. <laughs> yes. So so that's the problem. with For me, these these co-working spaces are, are tough because I'm not just sitting on my computer. I'm talking to people. You know, through my computer, yeah, or recording things, or and, recording yeah. things, and and so it. So I did have a hard time with the co. As much as I enjoyed them, my work was challenging in these co-working spaces, and so then I moved to a. I I, re, I rented out basically a tiny little office in uh, a real estate office. This was during pandemic, so they had extra yes. space. Yes, <laughs> so they had extra space in this real estate office down the street from our apartment. And it was, I think it was like $1,200 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it didn't even have air conditioning in it. I had to open my door to get air. I had two fans running in in the space. It was basically a closet that they turned into. And they put a glass door on it. Uh, and they turned it into an office. And it was great. I mean, it, it was very functional. I needed, because of, you know, we were in a small apartment with two kids. I needed a space outside of the apartment right because we had been we had those two desks next to each other in our apartment yes and then covid hit and the girls are working at home and our desks were set up in their bedroom because it was the biggest bedroom and so which was great before covid because they go to school yes we work they come home yes so once the room back and I think practically, once they were both in school, working from home became more functional yeah. than when we had a two-year-old at home yes. in a tiny apartment and I was working from home. And so I, I, it was it was actually more beneficial to work from home in that season. In that time. And um, then COVID, and then they came back home. Yes. And it was not good for anybody. It was not good. Yeah. So so I got the office. So, But I think practically, office space is just expensive. And, and I think is. I looked at different things. So... You know, twelve hundred dollars a month for a little room in a, in in the real estate office that we we shared kitchen and kind of, you know, um, you know, there, yeah, there's just some shared resource there, but uh, in a refrigerator, but but it was you know it's pretty standard, basic um, office space. And I remember I would come in, I'd turn on the, I'd always be the first one in, uh, turning on the AC and getting the office all set up, and um, yeah, it was cool, but but it was it was definitely not ideal. How long were you there? I was probably there four months. Okay, I would guess because um, I remember they wanted me to sign a one year lease, and I said, "Let's just do month to month," and right. I had to pay more to do month to month, and um, because I want to feel it out, and you know, it's just there. It was you know, COVID season, and just things where it's like, yeah, it feels like it's happen. yeah, to commit to a year at that point seemed like in, in you know eternity. Well then, and I think I did realize I enjoyed having an office space outside of our apartment so much. Me too. I saw I saw on <laughs> Craigslist. I remember showing it to you. This like beat up, like stained floor, stained walls, stained ceiling, and they showed it in terrible shape on Craigslist. I don't even know why I was looking on Craigslist. Um, office space that was on our block. Basically, it's like around the corner, yeah. but I didn't have to cross the street. I just had to basically cross in front of Starbucks and the nail salon. And I was at this office space that I'd passed by probably a hundred times. And it kind of looked like a bail bonds place. It used to be a moving company. Definitely. And um, yeah, so it was like $1,600 a month. I think sixteen fifty a month. Okay. And I had to sign a commercial lease. So that was- That was new. That was new. And, and basically learning that- Look, I was on my own for repairs. You know, I remember talking to the landlord. They're like, "It's a commercial lease. We're not helping you." <laughs> um, and it was, it was, yeah. So, I, but I had a 
office, a bathroom, and a cellar, uh, basically oh, a basement. Oh, yeah, you had some storage under there. I forgot about that. Yeah, I tried to rent that out, <laughs> the cellar. Nobody wanted to rent out the cellar from us. Um, yeah. But it was, yeah, I mean, we... We had, made it look good, though. Like, yeah. we put a rug down so you can see the stain on the totally. floor. I mean, we, and we cleaned it We cleaned it up yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was kind of, I mean, I feel like even kind of the edginess of it was, was part of the cool factor. I mean, we loved that space. I mean, how, when... I don't know of another time we're going to have a commercial space with a door that faces the street in Manhattan. You know, yes. like that was, yeah, that was like a one-time thing. It was I cool. I think, probably. Well, and I remember too when I, uh, and I think we've shared about it before, but when I came, I went on a trip and then I'd come back uh, when the, with COVID restrictions with the kids' school, I had to sleep in that apartment for a couple <laughs> of days. In that office. In the office, yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's on right. an air mattress. And so that was an interesting experience is sleeping in my office because I still had a bathroom uh, there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that was, you know, all part of the, the COVID season. But yeah, so I so I had a commercial lease. And then when we moved, I didn't need it anymore. I ended up renting it out we to... We moved to Roosevelt Island. Yeah, when we moved to Roosevelt Island, I ended up renting it out to an actress who was just looking for a studio space to practice in and to do, you know, record, record in yeah. and, and do some things in. Uh, she was great. We actually bartered a little bit where she did some coaching with, with uh, one of our daughters. And then she needed, she was moving uh, and ended up renting it out to an insurance guy. And he ended up taking over the full uh, lease when he moved out. So that was an interesting experience. And so I have moved, I moved our basically home. We had a four, moved to a four bedroom. So I've had a home office for the mm-hmm. last two years. I have loved that uh and having, you know, having that in the apartment. But it also, you know, I liked having that other space too where I could have clients or anybody come. Not that that many people came. Um, I just don't feel like I was there that long. But it was nice just to have that designated space. So now that we're moving into a two-bedroom, I'm getting an office again. And this time, I'm going into a co-working space where I'm going to have a private office in a co-working space. So I'll have a shared kitchen again, shared conference room, shared mail room, uh, shared internet. Uh, but then I will have a private like glass office. Uh, that's probably like a five by eight, you know, uh, size space, five foot by eight foot, you know, type space. It's kind of this L shaped office space, uh, with a door. And so that I'll be able to lock. And you can take your two monitors and (laughs) I can take my setup and three monitors. Oh, I'm sorry. Two monitors and a, what do you, what do you call teleprompter? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and that will be, uh, my new office and that, so that the cost of that in Brooklyn, I think it's probably just due to the cost of office space in Brooklyn. And I think office space has just come down a little bit, right. uh, but that's going to be $550. And so I feel like it's actually greater value than my other two offices that mm-hmm. I've had yeah, for sure. uh, because of all the shared space. And, uh, and I don't, you know, then I think, yeah, just, it's, it's good. I'm really looking forward to it is having and it's gonna be about four or five blocks from our new apartment and we'll keep you posted of whether that's a good fit or not uh, our new off our new apartment actually has a co-working space in it that I do feel like I can use uh, when I need to use it but I'm excited about having a dedicated office kind of having that separation of home and work yeah I think it'll be really good like just mentally yeah um, going somewhere and I feel like you'll be energized by having other people around you and just taking that walk in the morning yep. and maybe like grabbing some coffee on your way or, you know, 
packing a lunch and yeah. <laughs> having that walk to totally. to your office, packing some some snacks and things like that. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. there's something about that that is energizing instead of just like rolling out of bed, go into the to your office here yeah. in the apartment. I mean, obviously that's super convenient. Yep. And um, but I think it'll be energizing and yes. invigorating. Yes. To go to an office. The the other thing that I want to say about New York that people perceive is that they can just go and set up at a coffee shop. I'm going to just work from a coffee shop. And that works in other cities. That does not work as well in New York. There are some coffee shops that you can. There's there's a place down in uh, NoHo that, that I go think coffee. Yeah. Um, and, and there's a few spaces that I, that I feel like I can go and set up for a little while. But for the most part... New York City coffee shops are more crowded than other cities, and they don't want you sitting around for hours. Some of them don't even allow it anymore or don't have internet right. or things like that. Yeah. yeah. there And there was one in our, in our Upper East Side neighborhood that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you, Jack's you introduced them to coffee. Jack's, yeah. And they shut down. Yeah, COVID got um, it. And I think it's it's just, it's hard when you think about the space, the basically the money you're going to make on a $5 cup of coffee for somebody to sit there for four or five hours it's, you know, it just doesn't work in New York. So you don't have as much of that. So the perception of I'm just going to work from a coffee shop, maybe you can go there for an hour, <laughs> you know, or two hours, but, but I think you're going to get some mean looks or some, it's, it's not just a good not a long-term as, solution. It's not a good long-term solution. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you are going to do that, I would say give tip the baristas really well, make friends there. Don't just kind of freeload on their Wi-Fi for a, four or five dollar cup of coffee uh, because I don't think that will be well received or you know is is a long-term uh, working you know office situation right in New York yeah um, so when I was working for a company here yeah. in, in the city we uh, started off in WeWork and had an office where three of us worked um, we had three desks um, in an office, an enclosed office with a door and everything. So we could have our own setup, yeah. but then we could also use, like you said, the conference rooms yeah. and the community spaces and it was awesome. coffee and all that. Yeah. It was this right in the was, middle of Midtown. Right, right. Yeah. In the middle of Midtown. So. And probably your least favorite area. Yeah. Midtown. Yeah. And if you've listened to this podcast, you know, it's <laughs> 34th Street area like further west so yeah not my favorite but um it did have a good vibe and the it was, office was awesome yeah it was like in the heyday of we work too so if you yes. saw that documentary is it was when everything was going really well <laughs> for yeah. them and i remember seeing the flyers up for like their we work what is that like not conference because it wasn't that formal, but like camp. Like the camp, yeah. Yeah. yeah and I remember yeah. seeing flyers for that. I'm like, that looks so cool. <laughs> um, but once, I guess, no, it was even before COVID, um, we just, the expense, it was a pretty high expense to have a three person you office. You remember how much it was? I don't remember, but I want to say, for some reason, I want to say like 5000 yeah, a month. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it was somewhere. It was, right? it was, I remember when I heard about it, I was like, you got to get out of that. Like, that's not worth it. Right. Yeah. And it was three of us, three women. And we didn't, we didn't necessarily need to be in that space every, all day, yes. every day. And one was coming from the Bronx, one from New Jersey. Like y'all were commuting. Commuting. You, you were the closest. Right. Yeah. There. And it still wasn't that convenient. Yeah. Yeah. So we were there a couple of years and then, um, 
as we started talking about reducing costs and budget and all of that kind of stuff, um, do you remember the name of the space we went to? And I can't, I've been trying to think about it this whole time on the podcast. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember the name of the place that we it, went to. I can tell you where it was on 39th Street. I know. I can like I visualize Broadway, it. But I can't remember the name of it. I know. Anyway, but it was kind of like, but we got croissant. Yeah. And um, it was one of the croissant spaces. Yeah. That you could you could meet at. Right. And so basically we just, we moved our mail over there yep. so that I would go there. Probably paid 50 bucks a month or so. Yeah. 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 It was really. Address really inexpensive and so i would go there and collect our mail um and that way it wasn't just coming to my house or you know something like that um and then we would meet once a week sometimes every other week there and we'd you know grab a table and we'd have our meetings and then you know sometimes we'd stay there and work the rest of the day or we'd go our separate ways if we had other meetings and it was really convenient because you had the space where you could meet and come together, but you weren't spending a ton of money yes. to keep that space every day when you didn't need it. So, so you went from basically five thousand dollars a month to like less than five hundred dollars a month in office expense. Yeah, I mean, really, like way less. And then once COVID hit, they didn't use it at all anymore, and yeah. so now everybody just works from home. Workville was the name of the co-working space yes in midtown right there by Times square right on the 21st floor but it's not on croissant anymore we noticed you noticed so you'll have to go to them individually if you want to work work there cool space they had they had two cool like balconies too Mm -hmm. uh was one of my favorite things about that space they also had you know one of the things uh, i i'm a coffee guy i feel like they had some of the best coffee of the different co-working spaces um and just a cool vibe the uh, the other space that I mentioned earlier was you know like the ninety seventh floor and I, I could be wrong on the exact you know level of it uh, there in One World Trade uh, they now have spots open there again they had taken it out of the app last time I looked um, which might have been a year ago now uh, because I used to like to guest there um, and it's back open and available there within Croissant and so that that's just such an epic space so I think feel like if you're coming to New York you get the trial. You know, and you could go mm-hmm. to One World Trade and like see an office space in One World Trade. You just um, have to act like you're going to an office space. Yes. Though. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> just go quiet. up and no, I mean, too, you got to go through like a security process. It is a unique experience, I think, going up there. But you get to see what it's like to go into an office there in One World Trade. It's one uh, just, you know, uh, mention here. I remember taking a friend up there. They don't have handles in their elevators, and they go super fast. And I remember it freaked out one of my friends um, <laughs> as we're going up. Handlebar. <laughs> they needed the handlebar, um, and yeah, it's uh, it's it's an experience. I think going up there is not that fast. Uh, it's uh, you know for those that don't take elevators <laughs> regularly, or like you know go go into skyscrapers. <laughs> Some like in a lot of places though. Uh, they, you're literally like, you're not, you're not going into buildings with elevators often. We like, <laughs> it's a true. huge part of our daily lives is getting into boxes that move us up and down. Uh, <laughs> a lot of the world d- doesn't do that regularly. That's true. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, yeah, the, I think croissant is, I think it's still one of the coolest and, and it's surprising. They still, they have croissant now in a lot of different cities. It started here in New York. Um, I think it's one of the most underrated, 
you know, things out there. Well, the other thing I would say about croissant is like WeWork became like the Starbucks of um, like co-working and croissant was like all the other like local coffee shops, like the local co-working spaces. And so places that might be hard to find, you know, naturally croissant had all these relationships and you could go and check them out uh, and try them out. Um, so I just, I'm a big fan of croissant, their business model and the access that it gives. So I will, st- and the other thing I will say about croissant is if you just need a, if you need Wait, a, is this a paid advertisement? This is not a paid advertisement. <laughs> I just like croissant. Just making sure. Um, but if croissant, if you want uh, to sponsor this podcast, we, you know, reach out to Katie at coming to New York city, coming to NYC on Instagram <laughs> um, and uh, let her know that you want to sponsor this podcast. But, uh, you know, I would say, oh, if you need a conference room, you know, sometimes people come to New York City and they're like, hey, can we use a hotel conference room or something like this? Croissant is a great way to reserve a conference room. So I've done that several times to the app as well, where you can reserve a conference room for like $40 an hour and have a meeting in one of these co-working spaces. So, yeah. Yeah. That's working in New York City. I think that's everything when it comes to basically office space, finding a place to work, how I have worked, you know, in those experiences and mm-hmm. how I found office space that works for me so hope that's helpful for anybody that's looking for office space or wants to see what it's like to work in new york city as an independent or small business those are the tips oh you know, one one more thing croissant that <laughs> that i that i thought was fun is i would meet a lot of people in these croissant spaces and it was always fun to like see different like businesses that you know i remember i, I was that is true yeah meeting you know this one company and they would have their employees like when it was like a dental, they, they worked with like dental offices and they're like a marketing agency and they all just had croissant memberships that they go to different offices every day. It's just neat. All the different entrepreneurs and people uh, that are working in New York City. So I think that's the other benefit of co-working is you just meet so many unique, different people, different businesses from different, you know, uh, goals and purposes and uh, initiatives. And so that it's was always inspiring fun. when you are meeting other people and hear what they're doing and it's it's energizing. It is. It is. So New York City Anything is, about New York City is awesome. Croissant? You know, there's something else about croissant <laughs> I want to say. Croissant, you should sponsor this podcast. They don't need to anymore. They don't need to. <laughs> but, you know, I, I would love free membership, maybe. Uh, lifetime access to croissant, uh, croissant spaces. It's like the key to the city, you know, uh, if you have a croissant membership. That's all. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You know what? You know what you could do for us? If this podcast was helpful to you, or if it wasn't, you could just, you know, hit stop. But if it was and you enjoyed it, if you go leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast, leave a rating or review. We read all of those. Uh, It means the world to us to hear your feedback and to hear how we can better, you know, support you uh, in in experiencing this city that we love so much. Uh, So thanks for listening. We will talk to you again on the next episode.